And hello, everybody, to Poke Sports, a competitive Pokemon podcast. I'm Mike, and I play with one Pokemon on the field. I'm Kevin, and I play with two Pokemon on the field. We do. We've been playing with all kinds of Pokemon on the field this week, dude. Dude, we try our best here. I I don't know, Mike. Singles is hard for me. <laughs> I'm trying. Uh-huh. But when, when, you, when you bring a Gigalith, and you give it max HP and max special defense. Mm-hmm. That, that's beyond my comprehension at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it, it's a thing. That's a thing. <laughs> uh, why is it a thing? Usually you see it on, on Showdown where like time is infinite and nothing matters. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you, when you go into like actual games with it, like in-game games, that's, that's when it gets like the worst thing that I've ever seen in my entire life. I think I just like recently checked OU statistics right now. Like mm-hmm. Fables at fifty three percent right now. Yes, and it has been for the past month. This isn't yeah, new. Yeah, when is that going Ubers? That needs to be an Ubers at that point. Oh, I mean, I'm sure you can use it. I'm sure you can bring a, a Quafable into Ubers and go pretty far with it. It wasn't in top twenty four in Ubers when we did our Ubers battle though, so that's kind of interesting. No, that's true. That's true. Um, all right. Well, welcome to Poke Sports. We play Pokemon oh. here. That's just what we do. Uh, but we also like to like to get a little personal. Uh, and and one one way that we do that is by going over the the national days of the year. Uh, somebody asked me this week, uh, why is it that why do you do that? Why do you start the the episode off by telling telling me that it's National Walnut Day today on May 17th, uh, 2020? And I have to tell you, I don't know. We just we like it. How else were you supposed to know it's National Walnut Day? I mean, right? Someone has to tell you. If (laughs) nothing else, you now know that today is National Walnut Day. So you're welcome. We do our part in whatever whatever small way that we can. Also, fun fact, if you Google Walnut Pokemon, you get Fortress. Yes. Oh, absolutely. 100%. (laughs) That is exactly what I did. (laughs) That's why we're here. (laughs) Anybody forget that Fortress was a Pokemon, by the way? Fortress was a Pokemon. Uh, super high defense. If it were in the game, it would actually be probably seeing play right now. Yeah. Didn't you? I think, wasn't that? I'm pretty sure that was a Dexter last week and you couldn't get it. No. No, no, no. I could not get it. I had no idea. Oh, okay. So you saying no, it wasn't. Like, then where am I remembering this? <laughs> <laughs> like, I think I was there. <laughs> no, uh, I had forgotten that I forgot it. <laughs> Took me a couple seconds there. I was like, wait a second. Oh, no. Uh, if you, uh, however, are listening to this on uh, Wednesday, May the, what is that, 20th? Yeah, National uh, Be a Millionaire Day is what day that is. I will try my best to be a millionaire just for this podcast, Mike. We will get to work. Uh, we, how would you be a millionaire? What would, you, what would you do to get to millionaire status? Oh, very easy. I'd take my Gigantamax Meowth into uh, the Pokemon League and okay. just keep spamming those until I have a billion dollars. Oh, that's true. I wonder how many millionaires there are in the Pokemon world. Like, how many players are currently millionaires? Is there anybody who, like, gains satisfaction by being a millionaire in the Pokemon games? Hmm. I would, really actually. Now that I think about it, like, if I if I open up my game right now and I see that I have seven digits in there, I'm like, ooh, yeah. You, you can't be a billionaire, no, though. Rest in peace. Yeah, it's a shame. Um, but uh, of course, for all you guys out there on your hustle, uh, posting up your lemonade stands during this during this time, we respect you uh, and we love you. Be a millionaire day. Get the, that coin. The crazy thing about this week is mm. that unlike last week where we had no news this week, we have a lot of news. We have all the news this week. <laughs> like it's almost like we took last week and just flipped it on its head we just went trick room on it and now we have everything uh first off in the news uh we've got some max raid events going on right now uh we've got max raids for gmax pikachu gmax eevee and gmax meowth gmax pikachu is going to be from may 11th to may 18th uh which is if you're listening to this on the sunday uh tomorrow so go hurry up, get your get your GMAX Pikachus. Uh, after GMAX Pikachu ends is going to be GMAX Eevee, which goes from May 18th to May 25th. Uh, after that, we've got GMAX Meowth, which goes from May 25th to June 2nd. And for those of you who are looking to get some money in game, 
GMAX Meowth is one of the the very, very, very good ways to do it. Uh, just go and use that uh, GMAX. Ooh, what's it called? Not GMAX Payday. It might be GMAX Payday. <laughs> oh, man, G-Max, I didn't know this. Oh, man. It's I'm... totally GMAX Payday. GMAX Gold Rush is what it is. GMAX Payday sounds better. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, there already is Payday in the game. <laughs> Imagine this just goes from Payday to GMAX Payday. GMAX Coins. GMAX Coin time something uh something about these pokemon is that their hidden abilities are available now which they weren't previously oh, available oh so that's true that's a big deal for pikachu especially huge deal for pikachu you get the lightning rod now gigantic deal for pikachu mm-hmm, mm-hmm. some would say do you think that's <laughs> actually going to be relevant oh yeah and mm. i've been seeing it and it's actually pretty annoying because pikachu by dynamaxing it you kind of make it a a decent tankiness. It's not great. You can still one shot it with most things, Excadrill primarily. Right. But just being able to paralyze the other side of the field 100% of the time and then soak up other electric type moves. And then you can even go for like some discharge shenanigans into your own Pikachu, make that light ball and make that uh, G Max Volt something. G Max par- Paralysis move. Uh, G Max Volt Crash. There it is. Wow. Oh, I got that one. Damage. Did you? Look at me. I, I mean, I don't know. I'll believe anything you say at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, my gosh. I was absolutely right. It is GMAX Volt Crash. Look at that. Uh, also, some people in the chat have been uh, giving us some some good GMAX uh, Gold Rush uh, alternate names, such as GMAX Make It Rain. Uh, or would that be GMAX Make It Rain? Like hyphenate the thing. Uh, GMAX Money was also a very good one. Uh, post in the chat your your favorite uh, uh, different names for for G Max Gold Rush. I think we can get some uh, pretty creative ones in there. G Max Coin, G Max Money, G Max Money, G Max G Max Dollar Dollar, G Max Bills, y'all. <laughs> All right, so those are the G Maxes that are going to be out for the rest of May. They're really giving giving out those uh, extra Pokemon. Uh, th- those first two. Pikachu and Eevee, those are those are the ones that are, are exclusive to yeah. uh, Let's Go. So it only took a good, what, six months, seven months for them yeah, to orig- give those ones out? Originally behind a paywall. Now you can get them for free, but only for a limited time. Also, Meowth was exclusive if you didn't buy the game before, like, January or something. Yeah, that's so right. So all these were exclusive at one point. So now they're just, like, rewarding p- people for buying the game eventually. They're just saying, come back and play. G-Max <laughs> Trifitty is very good. G-Max Trifitty. G-Max Trifitty is so good. Okay. Uh, so those are the G-Maxes this month. Go out and get them. They're going to be good, especially because next month we have the 2020 International Challenge for May. Um, this one, of course, they're they're highlighting on the on, on the thumbnail there that uh, it's including G-Max Hatterene and G-Max uh, Gengar, G-Max Machamp, G-Max Grimmsnarl. We've got all of the G-Maxes uh, available to us in this one. Uh, so it should prove, it could, I should say, prove to be an, an interesting uh, uh, challenge this time around. Um, we'll have to see how much the meta shifts, but I don't think any of these G Maxes really made a hard impact. I've no. faced a couple of uh, Gengars online. Though. Really? I was about to say I forgot that Gengar was a thing. Are they still doing like the Gengar Bishop uh, Bishop thing? Yeah, I mean, just Gengar in general mm-hmm. is just very annoying when you can't switch out, especially if you don't have a ghost type to use. And just specifically against triple ghost cores, uh, it doesn't do too well. So that's, I guess, why people aren't really sticking to it because ghosts can freely switch out whenever they'd like to. So it just completely nullifies that whole move. Mm, Okay. Okay. But, and then GMAX Grimmsnarl, I, I, well, I assumed would be a good thing. Mm -hmm. It's just the, the, the yawn isn't 100%. So people just stayed away from it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Hatterene's GMAX Smite, though. That is oh, that's good. Really good. That's really, there's really no, good. Yeah, there's like no reason not to use a G Max Hatterene over a regular Hatterene. Because really? you don't want to change the terrain anyway. Mm. You kind of want to keep that psychic terrain for the Hatterene. And by going for a regular fairy move, you change the terrain away from it, which makes you susceptible to priority moves at that point. 
Oh, that's fair. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a good reason to use that. Um, so yeah, the the Players Cup going to be uh, available. Not the Players Cup, the International Challenge. We'll talk about the Players Cup in a second. Uh, going to be from when is that? Thursday, May twenty first, from five p.m. until Sunday, uh, May twenty fourth at five p.m. Both in PST. The rewards uh, include an ultra uh, ultra ball guy T-shirt. So where's uh, where's my boy uh, ball guy when we really need him? Who could have guessed? They went from Great Ball to Ultra Ball. Let's guess what's next. <laughs> I'm so excited, though. I'm so excited that they're going through the balls there. Like, they're going to go from po- uh, Pokeball to Ultra Ball to, or Pokeball to Great Ball to Ultra Ball to, to Master Ball. But then they can mm-hmm. go through all of the other balls as well up until we get to the next game. Love Ball. Yo, you can get a Beast Ball shirt. Beast Ball shirt is just like, it's got Supreme on it. Beast Ball is like the most rare ball in the game, right? Other than Master Ball. So yeah. It's a joke on Hype Beast Ball, by the way. Um, I didn't catch it. No, no worries. (laughs) No worries. I didn't either. Uh, Big shout out to PK Ball Guy on Twitter uh, for being just Twitter's resident ball guy. For being a ball guy. And then, of course, after the uh, International Challenge is going to be the Play Pokemon Players Cup competition. Uh, Play Pokemon Players Cup is a new online tournament uh, provided by Play Pokemon, which will have two stages. All right. So in, in July, eligible players are going to be able to compete in a double elimination bracket uh, broken down by by uh, rating zones. So like you've got your NA, you've got your EU, you've got your OC, uh, and then you've got your uh, what's that? Latin America. Yeah, um, it's funny in the notes, which which Kevin wrote, he put N-A-E-U-O-C, etc. <laughs> it's just one more, Kevin. You well, wrote I mean, one extra two extra letters, ETC, period. Yeah. Oops. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm looking at this. I'm like N-A-E-U-O-C, etc. Are there more? Yeah. Nah. Yeah, there's one more. <laughs> just one. <laughs> Could you? Um, and those those top finishers will will then face off in the final stage of the tournament in August, uh, when the winner will be crowned as the champion of the Pokemon Players Cup. Essentially replaces Worlds, right? At yeah. this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which but is good. Cool. I'm really happy yeah. for that. Just yeah, a, a little makeshift cool. Worlds. Like people were saying, oh, VGC is dead once they started canceling all the competitions. But it's really nice that Play Pokemon's taking the initiative to be like, hey, this metagame still exists. We still want to do something with it. Hey, we still have a replacement for Worlds. Yeah, exactly. It's like super amazing. I'm so into this. I'm I'm really into this. Yeah, and now it, it, suddenly it's like anybody at home can compete in Worlds. I wonder yeah. if we're going to see. I'm really curious, actually, if we're going to see the same players that that we had seen winning the international competitions uh, go into the the top 256 of their their specific regions here's the thing mm. this is all best of one games it's all random match pairings that's very different than live competitions where our best of threes Ooh. and some players like I, I remember we were talking to edu when he was on on pokes uh, sports plus and he was saying that you know he wishes he can practice best of three more because laddering on the ladder isn't a a direct practice right but now it technically is some players just see themselves as better best of three players versus best of ones oh absolutely like you learn you learn what the opponent is doing in game one and then you completely go and counter it in game two and three Mm -hmm. and best of three Mm. is less accessible to like cheese teams Mm, that makes sense that makes sense um so, as we said, the people who who get to participate in the the Play Pokemon Players Cup competition uh, are going to be the top players in the international challenge. So, uh, for NA, it's top two fifty six. For EU, again, top two fifty six. Uh, for OC, that's actually only top one twenty eight. I guess that's probably the the least players in in the world, is what that screams to me. Yeah, it's probably just population size this goes out of. Yeah. And then Latin America is uh, 256 as well. Uh, so like only about a thousand, nine hundred players are, are going to be only about nine hundred players are going to be playing in this this Pokemon Players Cup. Which is a lot more than Worlds would have gotten. But yeah, like everything else, it's online. I 
they I don't think they say whether the July or the August phase is a best of three, but I'm sure they'll announce that later on. Right. But for what we know right now, this May International Challenge is the most international, the most important international challenge that we've had in a very long time. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's the only kind of competition that the Pokemon can put on during this during this time. So, of course, they've got to they've got to up the ante. Do you think you're getting top two fifty six, Mike? Do I think I'm getting top two fifty six? Oh man, you know what? I I'm going to try. I. Mm, Mm, I think I can do it. I think I can do it. Believe in you. I believe in me. I got, a, I got top 500 in the April one. So, okay. Do you I'm know how many battles it. this international challenge is? It's probably the same as the last one, 15 each day. Yeah. Is what my guess 45 total, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is definitely one where you want to be doing your 15 battles. Yeah, you need to get as high as you possibly can. Mm-hmm. Or if you're going on a win streak, just stop. <laughs> If you somehow manage to pull 20 wins in a row, just stop. You'll probably win the thing. Or I mean, at least you'll you'll probably be top 256 at that point. I would agree. Yeah, I think more more people than not are going to go um you know, 50%. Mm-hmm. So going 100% with with less battles is uh going to be pretty choice for you. Highly I- highly suggest that. Uh Kevin, what uh what team are you thinking of bringing for this one? Uh, so back in February, mm-hmm. I ran a Indeedee Driftblim team. And then yes. the second, and that team did very well for me. I got fourth place in the PAX tournament. I was undefeated on the battle stadium mm-hmm. with that team for the majority of our online videos. And I think I peaked at like top 500 with that team right. on, on battle stadium. Uh, but then when Incineroar came out, I, I, w- I was very scared because I'm like, oh, wait, this is an Ndidi and a Driftblim. Incineroar can just destroy both of these Pokemon. Right, right. So then when Incineroar got that 60% usage, I was just like, ah, let me just uh, rebuild a team. Just not use this, figure something else out. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of ignored it. And then recently, I'm like, I was looking back at my old showdown teams. I'm like, okay, let's try this out. I haven't lost yet. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Did you make like any any changes to it or I made a yeah yeah I made a lot of changes. There are a couple of moves I changed around. I completely oh uh, without revealing too much, I completely mm-hmm. removed Will O Wisp from my Drift Blim because I mm-hmm. didn't feel like I needed it and I miss it more than I hit it, so there's no point. Um I decided to add a second dark type move on my Bisharp because Sucker Punch and Psychic Terrain don't always mix very well, and sometimes okay. I just I just need that dark move. Um and I'm bringing Dracovish a lot more. Dracovish mm. is stupid strong, especially for good old Colossal. Because Scarf Dracovish in Tailwind, mm-hmm. I believe, is enough to outspeed. And even if it doesn't outspeed, I'm pretty sure it still goes. And oh, then Tyranitar is sure. not a problem. And just like Excadrill is not a problem. I love that Dracovish. Oh, okay. So you're bringing the Indeedee Drift Bomb team. You're going to be uh, tossing, a, tossing a Dracovish onto that. Mm-hmm. There's good. a couple more item changes I made. Some you don't have to reveal the entire team. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, that's Indeed a that's a good blimp. enough start. You you put out you know three of your your four Pokemon that you're often gonna bring. You know what I'm very excited for mm-hmm. is as I was just looking at it, Grassy Surge Rillaboom. Yes, Gigantamax. I want it right now because that with a Tailwind from the Driftblim is going to be so strong. And the ally switch, they cover each other's weaknesses so well. So just by ally switching, you're just able to tolerate that very. And then having it under Tailwind, having the max overgrowth doing uh, grassy surge boosted damage on top of reducing earthquake damage. And then um, having the mold breaker ability. Mm -hmm. Amazing. I want it. I want it now. (laughs) Directly into the veins. Grassy terrain uh, directly into the veins. That's what I want. Um, Rillaboom needs that to be played, I think. Oh, for sure. Does. 100%. 100%. Um, and then for me, I am right now thinking of of bringing my Orbeetle team. Uh, I had I'd done a, a spotlight on it, or a, what did I call it? A team intro on the mm-hmm. on the Pokesports YouTube channel. But that was also back during the, the Noctowl days. 
where I was not. trying to make a point. Are you not bringing it? I'm uh, not going first, to bring the knockdown. The first thing I was going to say is please don't do this theory. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, in, in all seriousness, it's it's a fun Pokemon to play with, but I, I do think that it has a bit of a, a lower win rate attributed to it. Uh, there are a lot of a lot of counters in the metagame that if you were going to a major tournament with this, I would probably look at a, a different solution than than Noctowl. Um, and so for me, that solution is going to be my Lodic. So okay. more often than not, my lead is going to be a G-Max or Beetle uh, and my Lodic because my Lodic not only has the the competitive for the uh, all the Gyaradoses out there or the Arcanines that are out there, um, but and the Incineroar is not to mention, but uh, it's also got the hypnosis and I can put other Pokemon to sleep in gravity. And I really want to do that. My Lodic is such an annoying Pokemon. It is, isn't it? I respect you for it. Not a lot of people. Orbeetle. Well, I, I feel like not a lot of people have still seen Orbeetle uh, in, in battles. Uh, certainly not the, the G-Max variety. Um, a lot of them expect them to, to be, you know, trick room setters or be a part of a trick room team. Uh, and so I'm thinking if I can kind of disguise the rest of my team as, as kind of a trick room, uh, thing, then, uh, I can, I can bait out some, some different leads, uh, from different people. Yeah, this is best of one. So pulling out strategies like Orbeetle or just like Pokemon, a lot of people don't see too often. Thank you. And probably don't have a counter for is very very good like there's so many times where i'm running ndd drift bloom on the showdown loud and people are like wait i didn't know ndd did damage <laughs> yeah exactly that's the thing is, is like you you want to be surprising people in in these best of ones you don't want to to bring a like high meta team that people have practiced against and people like know how to deal with like you want something that people aren't going to expect and so this is the chance for you guys to get you know super creative in your teams and super um you know, think outside the bun with with these. There's a reason Kevin loses to Noctowl and Mike loses to Jellybird. That's right. There's a reason. That's right. <laughs> okay, don't don't do this, Kevin. Please. <laughs> back. <laughs> I'm gonna do this to myself. Back in the first international uh, challenge, this was like way far back. So if if you're new to Poke Sports, which a lot of you are, we have a lot more listeners now than we did uh, back in when was that? January it would have been in December if it was December was the first one so <laughs> December the international challenge back then was are you sure are you sure that the December was whatever anyway yeah, yeah. Um, the very them. first the very first match that I had done I was doing a video on it and the very first battle that I had done before I even started recording uh was versus a deli bird and <laughs> we we had just finished that week like spotlighting Delibird and we were like oh this this Pokemon's nothing it's it's a joke it's a meme it's whatever and then it beat me and <laughs> I was like uh, oh no I was wrong <laughs> but uh, awesome. Max Airstream guys it's uh, it's no joke that person was just ahead of their time they knew Max Airstream was going to be good and it's here true. it is now on every Dragapult <laughs> Oh God, it's so true. All right. Um, so that's the play Pokemon uh, tournament. Get your teams ready, get creative, uh, get in on the action. Uh, before we go to break, uh, I also want to touch on some Smogon news. Uh, just super quick. Appleton, Sil Valley fighting and Sil Valley poison have been voted to leave PU for PUBL. Uh, this is the war on Sil Valley. It's, <laughs> it's crazy. Like every single week, we have some kind of Sil Valley change. What is going just, on, Kevin? I think it's because smoke on tears rely on usage, right? Mm -hmm. So it's probably not even the fact that they're not good Pokemon. Mm -hmm. It's just people forget they exist. There's so many of them. <laughs> yeah, and there's so many. So like you have 18 Pokemon, essentially, that are all the same Pokemon because they all have different typings. But this isn't people forgetting that they exist. They just went up a tier. Well, that's true, but they're still in the lowest tier in the game. <laughs> okay, the so they're lowest. they're they're bad, but they're not like bad bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Appleton is apparently really really good in in PU, so it, it moved up to PU ban list. You can't use it in PU anymore. But 
uh, feel free to use it in literally any other any other uh, format. Bring it into you, you whatever. Try and make an Appleton work. I wanted Appleton to be so good. I really, really wanted it to be good. This would have been more fitting last week when it was National Pie Day. I think I did. I think I, I showed a picture of an Appleton. Yeah, but he didn't move a tier. No, that's bad. true. Well, maybe that's why. Maybe that's why he he went up a tier is because it was National Apple Pie, Apple Pie Day. So everyone was like, all right, you know what? I'm going to bring an oh, Appleton yeah. on my team. Usage of Appleton just skyrocketed. Exactly. <laughs> Usage of Appleton skyrockets on Apple Pie Day. Uh, I've already had a little bit of rant about uh, singles battles. Oh, okay. Well, let's let's get into this then. So uh, this past week um, for our Pokesports Smackdown on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Pokesports, uh, we drafted and played with a underused team. So we took the top 24 uh, Pokemon inside that tier. Uh, we drafted them. We banned two of them. Uh, we picked five and then we wildcarded one. Uh, and then we, we smashed them against each other. And it was a it was a match. It was definitely a match. Nine out of ten doctors would call that a match. Um, but we experienced some problems with it. We had quite a few problems with it, actually. Uh, my biggest problem was timer. Rest in peace, timer. But the the match itself. Mm-hmm. Let's not spoil I it thought, for anybody. OK, it was a very competitive match. Mm-hmm. Very good switches. and. How do I say without spoiling it? I well, hate Valian. Yeah. Yeah. Valian is a, I don't like it. Why? It's, it's essentially like taking a Zacian and making it you, you. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not a big fan of Celebi. Celebi has got some pretty high defense, which funny yeah. enough, I think both of those are like the highest use in the tier. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, mm-hmm. I, I thought I was okay by having the Darmanitan, but then then I encounter these things, these very pointy things called stealth rocks that just kind of float around me. Yeah. I, I don't like those too much either. But we it was it was really good move. Uh <laughs> it was a really good move for you to bring uh heavy duty boots on your on your Golisopod. Uh because oh, that emergency that exit, like oh emergency exit yeah. is not <laughs> it's, that's it's such not a good. bad ability. It's not good. <laughs> They took the coolest looking Pokemon like, okay, let's give them the thing and make it trash. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was weird when I was playing through, I think it was gen six, gen seven, gen seven, that Golisopod became a thing. Um, this, the second it evolved, I was like, whoa, it like really beefed up. It turned from like this, like tiny little Wimpod to a like giant like, Golis, Goliath isopod. And then it, it's like, no, it just, boom, it's out of there. Oh, well, thanks. It's still a way- Still it's a still a wimp. <laughs> like, why wouldn't they change that to like it, it, the opposite, whatever the opposite of emergency exit is like the second it lower, it goes below half health. It's just like, I'm angry now. Too speed. Exactly. That? That's defeatist, right? What does Archeops? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's defeatist. Give me that. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's what I want. Put defeatist on, on Glycopod. Hidden ability, please. Maybe one day. Zen mode go isopod. That's that's what I want. Yeah, just roll up into a bowl. Yeah, but the biggest around. the biggest problem among among all of those has been the timer in our in our singles oh, battles. Yeah. We have been hitting timer on every single one of our battles. And obviously a, a big part of that is because we're like trying to be entertaining at the same time that we're we're playing. And so we're like talking about our moves and uh really trying to put thought into into what we do so that other people can learn something. But like, if you do that, you're hitting timer every single time, even with 20 minutes. If you don't do that, you're hitting timer every single time. Yeah, really. Especially uh, if you bring things like Gigalith. Yeah. You, hashtag change the timer, please. Or just yeah. give us the option to remove it. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm, I'm playing against my friend. I don't, I don't need to get yeah. out of there. <laughs> like, it's not like I got something to do. Like, Pokemon's treating me like I got something to do later. Like I got nothing. We're, we're in, we're in quarantine, dude. The option to run anyway. Please. Just let us leave. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh boy. If, okay. So after 20 minutes, if it gave me like the suggestion to run being like, Hey, you've been playing this game for a little bit. How about you go and take a break? Then I'd be like, all right, you know what? Thanks for the suggestion. I'm going to ignore it, but Hey, I'm going to keep on, uh, keep on playing. That's what we've, I want to do. 
See, if that happened, that would be a situation where your Joy-Con drift just auto-selects it for you and you cancel, <laughs> and you cancel the battle. <laughs> Nintendo influenced Joy-Con drift. <laughs> you just see your Joy-Con or your stick like move down. You look down at your controller, it's smiling at you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't let you do that, Michael. <laughs> All right. Uh, so with that, let's take a little break. Uh, when we come back, let's talk tourneys uh we had some fun stuff happen just yesterday uh that we want to talk about and we are going to do that in just a second we will see you then and we are back welcome back everybody uh, back to Poke Sports, the competitive Pokemon podcast, the only one on the internet that is a competitive Pokemon podcast hosted by me and Kevin. I promise. We mm-hmm. promise. I 100% promise you that. Um, <laughs> I, I want to let everybody know that last week we had ourselves last week. What am I talking about? Yesterday. It was, was like yesterday. 24 hours. <laughs> that was 24 hours ago. Everything is the same day to me. We are we are in a perpetual uh, that's a quarantine day. brain right there. That's a quarantine <laughs> brain. That's a quarantine brain. Uh, we had ourselves a patron only tournament. Uh, if you don't know, if you're unaware, we do have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Pokesports podcast. We had a a goal set in in Patreon that if we hit a certain amount of patrons, then we would start to have monthly tournaments. Now, this tournament yesterday was an absolute blast. It was crazy. It was a double, uh, double, uh, double elimination tournament um, streamed to our Discord. So if you were a part of our Discord uh, server, you you may have actually seen seen it happen. Um, we tried to do it using using land play, and one of the reasons that we we did it over Discord was so that we could actually uh, uh, share it with people and you know, stream it to them. But the reason that we didn't do it to Twitch was because it was, it was land play. It was our first time using land play. And we were worried that, uh, certain technical difficulties would happen. We didn't want anything to break. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, before we get into the actual like Pokemon elements of it, um, I want to, I want to kind of talk about how, how that ended up working out. So the thing with land play, you need to have both a, a working computer a working internet connection and a working switch. So if all three of those things are able to connect to the land play server, then you are able to uh, connect to everybody through what the switch thinks is a local area network, a local area network connection, a local area can network is what I just said. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, you know, of the participants there, there were some that didn't have access to a computer which is totally fine. You shouldn't need access to a computer to, to be able to participate in a Pokemon tournament. Um, so because of that, there were certain people that we weren't able to uh, connect to and spectate and, and commentate over, um, which is fine. We, we like primarily wanted people to participate in the tournament. So um, with that, uh, certain rounds couldn't be streamed. Certain rounds couldn't be broadcasted. So we thought, you know what? Instead of making people wait through through Twitch, uh, we'll do it through Discord. We'll call people in when it's when it's time to uh, show the match, um, and we'll we'll just do it when we can do it. Um, thankfully, and and in a really kind of cool turn of events, the people who were in the Discord were pretty much there the whole time. We were we were talking the whole time. We were you know just having a good time, kind of partying with each other. Um, and yeah, like the the matches that we were able to stream, which was quite a few of them, um, they were really cool to watch. And we're going to talk a little bit about the winning teams uh, right now. And on top of it all, we were actually able to get the final streamed and recorded. So if you aren't already subscribed to Poke Sports mm-hmm. on YouTube. Keep an eyes out. Keep your eyes out there. Yeah, those are going to be coming out this week. Um, now then, uh, in in typical tournament fashion, we we looked at what some of the uh, tournaments that we really liked uh, uh, watching do, and and one of the big things that they put out is stats, and we were always like really really curious about the stats, and like we always really wanted to 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 go and go and view those stats. So we made some um, of the top eight. 
uh, we, we saw that 63% of people, so five of the eight, uh, of top eight teams were bringing King Kelder. King Kelder was on like more often, more often than not on these teams. It's actually very surprising to see because King Kelder was above the likes of Colossal, Dragapult, Arcanine, Primarina, etc. Right. <laughs> That's nuts to me. But, you know, King Kelder's a solid Pokemon. Oh, absolutely. Punch, elemental punches, assault vest, flame orb guts, has all the good stuff. It kind of it kind of proved itself in in this tournament. Um then under that, three of the eight teams used Gyarados, which again makes sense. Some use Intimidate, some use some use Moxie. Um we actually saw a good a good mix of both, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have a we have a lot of uh Gen Oneers in our patron too. So that could be a little that could be a little bit of a skewed statistic. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh and then people who brought uh or two of the eight teams uh brought things like Inteleon, Dragapult, Bisharp, uh Venusaur, uh Whimsicott, Arcanine, Primarina. Like those are just like high use Pokemon normally, but you know, two of the eight uh Two of the eight teams brought that. Now, what's some crazy, combination of that? Mm-hmm. What's crazy is that um, out of this, uh, the top eight, there were thirty-six different Pokemon in top eight. Yeah, that's nuts. Only one team brought Dusclops. Only one team brought Charizard. Only one team brought Mimikyu. Like that's that that's a crazy statistic to me because those are like the top usages on Showdown. So. We have very creative patrons. Uh, one of which, by the way, big shout out to, to William. I want to give you an honorary mention for being <laughs> being the first person <laughs> I've seen in a long time to bring a Shedinja on a team. Oh, uh, geez. Shedinja's <laughs> fun. And, and brought it, it to the battle, too. Wait, give oh, him props for that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he, like, he brought it in both times. <laughs> now, I mean, hey. He brought it the first time in the winner's bracket in which he lost. And then he brought it a second time in the loser's bracket, which, which he lost. But, but, respect. uh, mad respect <laughs> for bringing it. And it was funny. We were, we were talking about it after and we were like, Hey, uh, do you think it would be wise to put like a, a focus sash on the Shedinja? And he was like, absolutely not. <laughs> Cause he wants all the power on it. And that makes sense. Hey. You know, if, if you can deal with, uh, uh, you know, the Pokemon that threatened Shedinja, then it can it can survive. And plus, he also uh, had a pretty cool strategy for it, too. Um, he would try to soak the Shedinja, which drops all of the the other typing, apparently, and, and makes it a water type. Which has a lot less weaknesses than a ghost bug. So yeah. it's actually pretty interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. He opted for uh, safety goggles over focus sash because then uh, Shedinja doesn't go down to like hail or sand. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. And, and what rocks isn't like a big thing in uh, in in VGC, so it's not like Shedinja has that kind of threat going for it. <laughs> oh man, I'm, I'm interested to see if if anybody can make a Shedinja work on their team. I mean, I clearly, we'll clearly, Will is. He's he's doing it. He made a team. I like it. You know, he, he soaks the Shedinja and then he has a lightning rod Pokemon sitting on the other side. He was saying that he would, uh, he would use a, uh, Eviolite Rhyhorn or Rhydon to, uh, mm-hmm. to suck up all the, all the lightning. So then all it's weak to is, is grass. And then he I has like could... a sap sipper Gudra as well. Yeah. I think he originally had it and he swapped it out, but mm-hmm. then, yeah, he he's trying to prepare himself for everything at that point. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, these Respect. Pokemon all kind of work, right? Like Sap, Super Gudra, that's fine. That works. Like, just as, as, as a Pokemon. You, as long as you can't knock out the Shedinja, you technically can't win. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, Shedinja, uh, mad props for that. Um, now, I want to I wanna talk about the, uh, the, the finals match, the, the last match that we had of the Patreon tournament, which was between Roe and Tofu, uh, both, both of Patreon, obviously. Um, the runner up of the Patreon only tournament was in fact Tofu. Uh, that's, that's Rose team Tofu who, who brought a, um, an interesting team 
that you may have, have seen before, uh, including Dragapult, Colossal, Intellion, Ninetales, Rose Raid, and Conkelder. Um, Tofu went through the entire tournament without losing a single battle up until the finals. And I think even the finals went two to one, right? Yeah, it was so such a dominant performance. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. didn't get a buy first round either. He had to play that first round, went all the way through the tournament. I was losing a single battle. His semifinals was a 2-0, swept through everyone, and then encountered Roe at the end and couldn't take it. So if we're if we're talking uh teams that will surprise and amaze, I would highly consider this team right here. Um the the rental t- uh, the rental code by the way is included in the the video portion of this video version of this podcast. So if you go to, to again, pokesports.com or uh, not pokesports.com, youtube.com slash pokesports, um, you can go, you can go and get that. Um, but yeah, it's uh, his, his way of going through this tournament was uh, basically like, man, he would, he would constantly lose his, his front two Pokemon and then do a complete 180 and, and, completely shift the momentum to to win the game Mm -hmm. every single time it was so fun commenting his matches Mm -hmm. because he would just catch us by surprise it would be tofu leads with inteleon nine tails inteleon nine tails both both get knocked out first turn and then swaps in with the colossal dragapult yeah and then sweeps through the enemy theme and we're just like oh tofu tofu is gonna have a hard time recovering from this and then Tofu was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> just, and then just, you know, takes the whole game. It's Which, really fun. you know, through talking with him, I, I don't think he noticed that it was happening. He, he didn't really notice that he was losing his, his front two um, before his, his sweepers would come out. Uh, but an interesting strategy that he did with this, though, is he, he would almost never bring out his Dragapult and Colossal, uh, Colossal right out in the front unless he, like, knew that he didn't have anything that, that could... Uh, they could take them that the, his opponent didn't have anything that could take him. So he would send those out in the back, get them both out at relatively the same time, and then do the, the typical, uh, you know, surf with Dragapult, uh, get the weakness policy off on the Colossal, get the steam engine off on the Colossal. So now it's uh, plus two attack, plus two special attack, plus six speed. And then, you know, uh, Gigantamax Colossal is just like G max vocal with uh, G max flare, G max quake, uh, you know, every now and then he would hit him with a, a G Max Guard too, and some pretty opportune times. Uh, G Max Guard is or Max Guard is a, a pretty um, not so move actually. And on top of that, even if he couldn't get his Drag Pult in, his Inteleon has the option of Aqua Jetting for the priority on the Colossal as well. That's right. So that's really good in scenarios where the opponent doesn't have a Togekiss, which a lot of people didn't have in this tournament. Only only like one team in top eight had a Togekiss. Yeah, that's um, true. So, yeah, it's pro- that might be another reason why Tofu was able to just take it that much farther. We didn't get to see all of his games, but a majority of his games you got to see, and mm-hmm. all of them just complete momentum switches. Cool to see, too. Uh, or, or, did you take a chance to look at the levels on his team? He has a level one Rose Raid and a level one Ninetales. <laughs> you don't got to level him up. You don't got to oh, level him up, yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. Anyway, so that is uh, that's Tofu's team. Use it on your own team. Uh, I should I should also mention we talked a lot about Dragapult and Colossal, but uh, he also brought the Inteleon in a lot of them. He brought uh, Ninetales in in most of them uh, to set up the snow warning and get some get some chip damage off on on Focus Ashers and, uh, you know, some Blizzard shenanigans on the on the Inteleon, some Blizzard shenanigans on the Ninetales. Um, the Rose Raid did see some play. Kelder did see a little bit of play. Uh, but mostly was the nine tails and Talion lead. Yeah. Rosary kind of just fell most games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of was that Pokemon he led with and just fell. Which, which you know, kind of has its place too. Sometimes you do want the lead to fall so that you can bring out a, you know, a powerful Pokemon in the back that can, that can take out the rest of the team. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. The, the Rosary following just gave him the opportunity to bring the Colossal and then just sweep yeah exactly exactly uh now then the winner of the uh pokemon pokesports tournament uh 
Patreon Pokemon Pokesports tournament, the PPPPT, uh, was Ro Ixen, who brought uh, Primarina, Arcanine, Dusclops, Ferrothorn, Aegislash, and Dragapult. Fun fact, uh, this is a team that uh, I, I built for him, so I'm going to pat myself on the back. There it is. Yay, Mike. Yay, me. <laughs> Yay, me. I can play BGC Yay, now. Bro. So now I, well, honestly, honestly, though, like through building this, I feel a little bit more confident in how I'm going to perform in, in May. I don't, I don't know how uh, I would do if I used this, this specific team. I'm thinking that I might use elements from it, but um, it, it made me feel like I can at least team build. I don't know about, about, you know, actual application, uh, but you know, I'm taking, I'm taking steps, but I don't want to take credit for this because this is, I, as he says, taking credit for it for the past 30 seconds. This was Rose team that he used to battle his way up from the loser's bracket from his very first match. He he lost his, his match against Ragnar. Uh, one of the other patrons dropped down to losers, proceeded to win all of his other matches and then faced Ragnar again. This was poetic. In I, I believe the <laughs> losers uh, finals semifinals. I, I need to check that again, but uh, he, he faced uh, Ragnar again and beat him then. So not only did, did he have to battle all the way through losers, uh, losers bracket, which were all best of ones. There it is. It was the losers finals. Um, so best yes. of three against Ragnar uh, one. <laughs> One against him in some in some great battles. They were they were telling us how uh, those those battles were really good, um, and then go up against Tofu where he won uh, two to one. So the basic premise of of this team, uh, a lot of what he did starts off with uh, the the lead of Dragapult and Arcanine. Um, typically, your your Arcanine would be out there to intimidate the other side, but it's also Choice Banded, uh, which means it's going to do a ton of damage against the the enemy team dragapult is meant to um uh, dynamax like almost the first turn that you send it out um and go for a either max airstream to get the extra speed on the arcanine that that it's it's lacking by having the the choice band um or a draco meteor to lower attack even more or a thunder to to get the electric terrain up or to do the the electric damage or shadow ball to take out other other dragapults um, cool thing about that Dragapult is that it is a, a specially offensive, uh, variant, but it does have the, the fly there specifically because there's no good, uh, special flying moves on, on Dragapult. Mm-hmm. Max Airstream is so important to have. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's just got so many different kind of things it can do. Uh, and then in the back, you've got your, your Primarina, who usually comes out as, as the bruiser to do some extra damage with either it's uh, Liquid Voice, Hyper Voice, uh, or the Stab Moon Blast, or Hydro Cannon versus Colossal, which is what we saw in the finals. Uh, Hydro Cannon was able to take out the, the, the massive threat that was Tofu's, Tofu's Colossal, uh, both times that, that Row won. That that Primarina was super crucial in terms of dealing yeah. with that colossal. Mm-hmm. And then what what I managed to see uh, in in Rose battles uh, was that he he tended to bring the Aegislash in the back, um, which was a really good choice to to kind of sweep through the the remaining Pokemon that that the opponent had. Um, the Shadow Sneak, Iron Head, Close Combat, Shadow Claw uh, gives pretty good coverage against most of the Bruiser meta and the, the people who will come out kind of in the late game. Um, but your other alternatives of Ferrothorn and Dusclops could be kind of used for more utility. Um, the way that that Ro was playing, I think that uh, you might benefit from switching the Ferrothorn or Dusclops out for some other uh, powerful back-end Pokemon. Um yeah, I, th- I think that would just kind of fit the the play style quite well. Yeah, this team seems very hyper offensive. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Ferrothorn slows that pace down a little bit, which is kind of weird to have in that play style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean you could, I mean that even that Ferrothorn set with Power Whip, Gyro Ball, Body Press, Protect—that's an offensive Ferrothorn. Yeah. It's not like it's a Leech Seed Iron Defense set. But even so, I guess Ferrothorn can actually work really well in the Trick Room. Now that I'm looking at it. But yeah. he actually bring dust clops like almost at all, if not at all. Right. You know, I, I learned a lot about 
the team that I made from from him playing it. Uh, I, I think that he, he played it really, really well and in ways that I didn't really see. Um, but yeah, can definitely learn a lot from. It was really cool. Really, really yeah. cool to see. Our first tournament. That was Put our that first tournament, dude. Put it in the record books. Put it in the record books. Yeah, it was fun. We We managed to stream, I want to say... One, two, three, four, five, six, just about six to eight of the of the games there. Um, really, really fun. Uh, one thing that I learned from from land play that I didn't mention before is the fact that uh, if you're if you're playing on land play and you're playing on the Internet. So like if you're playing kind of a mixed mixed connection kind of thing, um, it can get kind of tough for the competitors. Right. Because for LAN play, you have to set up your switch to to get it to connect with other LAN uh, LAN configured switches. But then if you then go to battle somebody on the Internet, uh, you have to like completely nuke all of your settings. You have to. uh, Well, at, at the beginning, people thought that you had to take out your your Pokemon from the tournament and like remove it from the battle, the the registered battle team. But you could also just put those Pokemon in a separate battle team. Um, so there was that, but you had to like completely change all of your settings back. Cause if you're connected to, uh, land, then you can't connect to the internet. And if you're connected to the internet, you can't connect to land. So, you know, like people were going back and forth and back and forth, which was a little frustrating, but thankfully everybody in, in discord was incredibly communicative and, uh, you know, we, we managed to get it done in, in record time. Really? We got it done in like less than four hours. Mm-hmm. We had a whole moral, tournament less than four hours. It was good. Moral of the story: Game Freak, make this easier. We yes, know you please. listen. Yes, we know. We see the analytics. We know you're there. Make this easier. <laughs> we know you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> wow this this podcast went from uh, Game Freak should listen to our podcast to Game Freak is listening to our podcast, and they should do better. <laughs> and they should do better. <laughs> oh no oh no 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 oh what a shame so yeah again rental codes uh for both of these teams can be found on the vod of this podcast on youtube.com slash bogey sports uh so you can go and check that out on the wednesday that it's uh that it is out um if you're listening on on spotify wherever you get your podcasts go and check it out there um now then to end off the podcast which we are already uh overtime on we are going to uh, really, really quick go into Pokemon to watch this week. One of which being, of course, G-Max Pikachu with the lightning rod uh, now has its hidden ability. It was always kind of a great Gigantamax to have, but now it is it is even better because you can use it as as an like as a predictive switch in, but also as as a, a Pokemon that can paralyze the entire other side of the team. So yeah, toss yeah, a light ball on it. Yeah able to protect your water types able to protect uh, your flying types it's very very good lightning rods just such a good ability to have and unless a pokemon has discharge they can't get through the lightning rod mm-hmm. now one thing though that i've i've been thinking about with with g max pikachu is it kind of um ruins the ability to bring a g max water type or a d max water type so usually when people bring in their primarinas or people bring in their their gyaradoses those are the pokemon that typically see dynamax so now it's it's a Pokemon that you definitely can't. Yeah, it takes up that whole Dynamax spot, sadly. Yeah. And it's kind of a Dynamax Pokemon that struggles at living attacks. But, mm. you know, it's new. It's fresh. People are going to try it, especially for this upcoming tournament that's going to happen in, you know, if you're listening to this on Wednesday, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, prepare for it. Have if, a ground type somewhere. If I had... If I had uh, my soundboard working right now, I would have pressed the P button. So instead, I will give you a uh, Michael version of P. There it is. Um, Now, second Pokemon to look out for this week is Conkelder. 63% uh, 63 usage in the the Patreon tournament. Uh, Incredible offensive pressure against Tyranitar, against Excadrill. Uh, against lots of of Pokemon in the meta, you know, with your steel types and your rock types, um, mm-hmm. ridiculous amount of damage with with Flame Orb, uh, Flame Orb and Guts, 
a crazy amount of tank with with special uh, with with assault vests. Uh, you can live a bunch of damage and and you know take out a lot of a lot of the the Pokemon in the metal with a very versatile move pool. Yeah, the move pool has all the elemental punches, has access to Iron Fist, access to Priority Mock Punch, 140 base attack. Like this is a good Pokemon. Yeah, and there's a reason why all of our patrons like to use it because it is very good. It is very very good. And then, of course, I want to highlight, we want to highlight uh, Tofu's Colossal Dragapult. Why is Dragapult so small? Because the Colossal is so big. Um, still very dominant on the ladder, even, even outside of just Tofu. Uh, finds, you, you have to find ways to beat it, or else you're going to be beaten by it. Mm-hmm. Things like Primarine are very good against it. Dynamax, yeah. Dynamax. Um, consider fast Pokemon and a Tailwind with some Tailwind type helps. of... Tailwind helps to to be able to at least take care of the colossal or an eject button plus switcheroo is also an option i think swede had a very interesting yes i was just about to say that yeah with choice scarfed skill Uh, swap and a a telepathy gardevoir was trace oh this is a different one i'm thinking about you're thinking about captain yeah i was yeah yeah so yeah, he he skill swaps the telepathy onto the colossal, so then colossal won't get hit by the surf, and then loses steam engine on top of that, and then Gardevoir <laughs> gains the steam engine, can Dynamax that following turn and attack at plus six speed. <laughs> that blew my mind. That is like the most convoluted and creative way I've ever thought of dealing with colossal and Dragapult, and I may try it. <laughs> It's it's like trick, but it's not trick. It's, <laughs> it's like, like you bring in a Rotom to to uh, choice scarf and and trick onto another Pokemon to remove their item, but instead you're choice scarfing your Gardevoir to skill swap its ability onto the other Pokemon and take an ability at the same time. You have to like have some next level mind games to actually pull this off. But if you pull this off, it is it's beautiful. Uh, only problem is you kind of have to like know that that team is coming, which in most tournament settings, you're never going to be able to do. But um, if you can build that Gardevoir to actually work outside of that combo, then, um, you know, it'll be good. Yeah, what's actually something that happened in the tournament was that he did go against Tofu's team and Tofu did have the Colossal and Drag pulled. But like we mentioned before, since Tofu always brought it in the back, mm-hmm. The Swede led with the Guard Four, expecting the Colossal Dragapult and expecting to be able to just beat it entirely. And then, you know, Colossal just kind of sitting in his Pokeball waiting to go on the field. It yeah. didn't really care too much. Yeah, 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 yeah. So and then there was the the other uh thing that happened where the the Gardevoir had uh Trace, Trace the steam engine, and also got to plus six when it was hit with that water move. <laughs> So that was fun to see. The second we saw that, we we just like both started flipping out. Like, what is going on? <laughs> Gardevoir with the engine. Yeah. Unfortunately, to Tofu. Well, fortunately and unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately for him, uh, Tofu did end up winning that one. So uh, GG, GG, everybody in the patron tournament. That was that was really really cool. Um, and with that, that is going to be the end of. Uh, our our 28th episode of the Pokemon Sports Podcast. Um, guys, if you would like to uh, see some more stuff that we're putting out, because we're putting out stuff every single day, um, you can go and check that out on YouTube at youtube.com slash Pokesports. Uh, or you can just connect with us on Twitter at Pokesports Pod or Instagram and Patreon at Pokesports Podcast. Uh, I want to give a big Patreon shout out, especially to the people who participated in the tournament, but also to Brian Scott Sheldon, Dakota Lewis, uh, Roix, and of course, Jordan William, uh, which is sweet, uh, Joseph and Ryan G. Uh, you guys are, are amazing and we love you very much. Thank you. Kevin, where can people find you? X Reservation, Twitter and Instagram. And then, of course, you can find me at Still Just Mike on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, check out all the cool stuff that Poke Sports is doing and tell a friend during this. Uh, 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 I want to say during this this Pokemon time that we're having just during this quarantine time that we're all having enjoying some Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. So with that, uh, we are going to say goodbye here, everybody. I hope you have a great week or as Kevin would say. Um, I have to save my sister Serenity. I summoned Time Wizard. 
We'll see you next week. (laughs) 